Welcome to Road to Redemption, a show sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. Welcome to Road to Redemption today. I'm your guest host, Colby Anderson, and I am excited for the show that we have today. Uh, Today we have Casey and Jason Drawn with us, and they're going to give us a little bit of, of their story and in a few specific areas, but um, just glad to have y'all in. Yeah, I'm super excited about this. And, uh, you know, I know my wife's been uh, wanting to do this for a while, so she kind of got me here. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, we're excited to share what what God wants us to share today. I'm really well, excited. We're excited to have y'all. Thank you, Jason and Casey, both. Uh, we, we've been walking together for a while, and, and, and we go to church here together at Destiny. And I know God's put something on y'all's heart to share today. And so... Uh, let's just get into that uh, as, as we walk through. Just tell us a little bit about your story, how you guys met, um, what, what it looked like as, as y'all came to know God and, and he put you on this, this mission that you um, are just now kind of coming off now and going into another season. Well, uh, 25 years ago, I, uh, I moved here and uh, we got a job at Sandestin. And shortly after that, uh, I met my wife, Casey. She worked at the Human Resources Office. And, uh, you know, we just became friends to begin with. And then, uh, you know, after that, you know, we became more. And then we have two beautiful sons, uh, young men now, uh, 21 and 14 years old. Uh, we started our family down in Niceville and uh, had a little small house, 1,000 square feet. And uh, we were quickly outgrowing that house. And <clears throat> so I, uh, you know, at the time we were going to church, but not, you know, not like we should have been and, and not, uh, you know, uh, but anyways, um, so at that point, um, we prayed. I said, hey, we, we need a bigger house. And so I said, if we, God, you know, if we got a bigger house, you know, I'm going to use it for your glory. And so my mom moved uh, to this area, Santa Rosa Beach, and she wanted us to move closer. Niceville was too far for her. So she, uh, she started looking and she called me one day and says, I found a house for you. So, you know, we went and looked at it and I was sitting there. I was like, and how can we afford this? What's going to, you know, how is it going to happen? But God made everything happen. And we moved into that house. We started going to Destiny and uh, there was some classes, uh, foster care classes. And so I said, that's how we're going to use that house. It was five bedroom house. Okay. <clears throat> so we went from a 1000 to over almost triple size house. And so we had all these open rooms and so we went through the classes here at Destiny Worship Center in the in the old section, yeah. And uh, became members and uh, did some small groups, and that's kind of where our life really started to change. So, um, we. Uh, yeah. So I just want to jump in and add that when we met, oh gosh, however many years ago, twenty two years ago, mm-hmm. um, just a little background. So I grew up in the church. I knew Jesus, and I knew him from a young child. However, in that season, when I met my husband, I was very angry at God. I wanted nothing to do with him. And, um, and Jason, I remember meeting him and he said, well, I'm a good person. I'm going to heaven. And even in my anger, I was like, well, that's not true. (laughs) And so I just think of back at the very beginning when we first met and really when we came to destiny and really even more when we opened our doors to foster care is when God intervened in our marriage um, and brought it to where it is today. And we feel like it's just the beginning, really. So um, that's a big part of what he did in the midst of so many other things. Right. Wow. So we got lost. We got, um, 
license to be foster parents. And at the time, I think there was only like nine in the whole mm-hmm. county um, uh, that were licensed foster parents. So, um, you know, you had to go through all these, you know, uh, they had to come to the house and check out, make sure your locks are good and chemicals are put away. And, you know, so we made it through all that. And, uh, you know, we were praying, we're like, hey, you know, we, we always wanted a girl, you know, a little girl, blonde-headed girl. That's kind of a vision I had. So the first uh, foster girl, they called us and Casey, you tell the story about that one. <laughs> okay, so this is one of my favorite stories to share. Um, and actually previously before we got her, we had a couple sets of young boys because we thought we have boys, we'll take boys. And then we did, we prayed, God, can we have a little girl? And I'll never forget the call because it was outside of Destiny going into service and it was to take in a 16-year-old girl. And I was like, oh, (laughs) okay. Um, And there's some details I won't go into as to why because that's really her story. Um, However, we we did take her in. I remember praying, God, just let Jason's yes be yes. And I remember during worship, I'm giving him little snippets and he just said yes immediately. So she was with us for a year and... um, beautiful, beautiful young lady. And then the following year, which was her senior year, she went back with her mother. And then after she graduated, she moved back in with us for another year. And um, this young lady, when she arrived, she arrived with trash bags. That's everything, all of her belongings were in trash bags. Um, When she moved in with us the second year, she went to college. She got accepted to Troy University and went to college. And we got to be part of that, which was beautiful. Fast forward a few more years later, she uh, gets engaged to an amazing young man. And uh, Jason gets to walk her down the aisle. So there was a lot of brokenness in that. And again, it's her story to tell. But there was so much beauty and fruit out of just that one child. and she now lives down the street from us, 12 houses right. down from us, her and her husband and their dog. We just went on vacation yes, with them we to did. the Keys. So yeah, big part of our lives. And she's part of the family. She's my daughter. So yeah. Yes. It's amazing to see just, mm-hmm. you know, you, you you said you prayed for a, a bigger house and you would use it for the glory of God. A lot of people would that may be small groups or that may be, you you know, I'm going to raise my kids and and give them a good foundation in this house. But for you guys to open your hearts to accepting other children in there and, and you kind of um, praying to God and and Mm -hmm. coming together with him on that is beautiful. And then just to see, to take a young girl in Mm -hmm. who is living basically out of trash bags and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, wherever she was at at the time, and to take her in for that year, and it, and it, and it just puts her on a course mm. that changes her life forever. Yes. Her kids' lives, yes. future kids' lives, mm-hmm. if she doesn't have them yet. And, and all these things that go on because of one small decision to open our house. You know, it got to a point where, you know, we said, hey, I'm going to use this five-bedroom house. But we were to the point where we were taking in so many kids. We were getting bump beds made. You know, we had the house was packed, you know. And when we found ourselves, it was probably the best time of our lives in in that season. But it was difficult times as well. It it showed us that we needed God more than ever. And we found ourselves uh, nightly on our knees praying you know, like to get us through this and get us through these situations and things like that. But, uh, you know, he, he showed up every time. So, so one question I have, and, and I've, I've, you know, just even in conversations with my wife, um, what, 
the question is, I guess, is is I think is as parents of kids that you already have, you can feel like, well, I don't want to take away from the the ch- children that we have. So, Casey, you speak to that. Tell me, I, I see you That's saying one of my favorite questions because so our boys were Cody was either three or four and Tana was either nine or ten when we opened our doors, so they wow. were young. Um, the things that God has been able to do in their hearts are things that Jason and I could have never done as parents. Um, they mm. have stepped up. They've never complained. We've always involved them in our decision-making. He and I will will discuss it, we'll pray about it, and we'll bring it to the boys if we feel like God's calling us to say yes to this child. And they've never once said no or complained about it. And here's a beautiful example. Um, we go visit friends in Tampa and they have this, I mean, it's a mansion. It's just ridiculous. They just bought it. And our older son, he was 16 or 17 at the time. He walks in and he goes, man, you could put a lot of kids in this home. <laughs> the first thing he says, and I love sharing that story because right. that's something that only God can do in their hearts that we right. could have never did as parents. And God is so good and so faithful that he honors our yes when we say yes to him, that um, looking back after a child would leave or after a situation, he would show us time and time again how he protected our boys. Mm-hmm. And there was and made the surrender really easy to our boys. Like these are your boys before they're my boys, God. So it made that surrender easy when he showed us again and again, like I got them, Casey. I got them. Right. I'm wow. protecting them. That is... That yeah. is such a beautiful answer. It's it's the, it's cool. Just to right. see their the your boys are who they are today and will be who they are in the years to come because of the foster children that Absolutely. that came in and what yeah. God did did in their hearts. And that's the thing when He blesses us. I think about when we opened our house. Jason, you've been there to small oh, yeah. group at our Definitely. house. You know, sometimes there's 30, 40, 50 guys there. And some of them just got out of prison. Some yes. of them, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know them. They would come in, you know, and, and but I, I felt a peace. peace. And people would walk in and say, man, what are you doing opening your house to these people? Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, well, I know the majority of them. <laughs> and, and they just kind of, you know, like I couldn't do this, but there's a peace about it when it's God in the middle of it. Absolutely. 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 People say that about our home all the time. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus, that you're here. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to share one more story because, so our teenage girl, so the second year that she lived with us, we actually took in another teenage girl (laughs) and that was not part of the plan. And she was with us for a few months and um, she was 15 when she came to us and the things that had been done to her, um, pretty horrendous. Mm. And and what um, the state, the system, how it really failed her was pretty horrendous. And I'll give you one small example. Um, She's 15 and I sat in the courtroom. She was not in the courtroom. She was in the judge's chamber, but I sat in there as her parents said, I no longer want this child. And so that just kind of gives you a glimpse of what she was walking through. And um, there's a lot to her story. She moved out um, after a few months and we kept tabs on her. And until she turned 18, she just went from group home to group home to group home. She turned 18 and she's basically kicked out and on her own. Shortly after that, a few months after that, she reached out to us. So that was the first time, it was Christmas. Remember we were in Minnesota mm-hmm. for Christmas. It was the first time in three years, I think, since we had spoken with her. And that 
beginning uh, was the beginning of a beautiful redemption story where she we now call her daughter, even though she's not legally ours. I got to be there for the birth of her son. She chose life for him in a very hard circumstance. So I got to be there for the birth of our little, I call him our grandbaby because he's our grandbaby. Wow. Um, and to see her now, she's an advocate for children in care. She's using her voice. Right for children that are in care now. And it's amazing to see. And the two girls, the two teen girls, one of my prayers was, Lord, let them be sisters, truly be sisters and have that sister bond, that sister relationship. And well, it didn't happen while they were in a house because of everything they were going through. But now, oh, it's so beautiful. And it's so good what God has done in their lives. I mean, they're both, they're actually both advocates for children in care now. And they use their voice and their resources. It's amazing. They're amazing. They're amazing young women. One decision that y'all made together with God at the center to, to, to be foster parents. I mean, just the fruit yes. that comes from that. Our family verses taste and see that the Lord is good and blessed is the man who trusts in him. Because once you taste this fruit, there's no, I mean, mm-hmm. you never forget it. You can't go back. Like, it's like nothing right. else. So to the, I know God's called y'all into another season. And that's part of, of wanting to be on here to, um, because y'all are going into another, into other things that he's called you to. So what would you what would you say to somebody who maybe is not even thinking about foster care or or has has never thought about it or maybe they're even on the fence of opening their home to to kids to be able to love on them in in their most uh, time of need? Well, first of all, I, I say you know we went into it and I thought I knew everything. Oh, I have two boys. <laughs> I know how to raise kids, but every kid is different in every circumstance. We've learned so much from the, you know, nine years ago or 10 years ago from now. Um, but Casey would always, um, you just reach out to our friends, our church and just say, Hey, we need help. We can't, we couldn't have done it without the support of, uh, destiny and our community and our friends. So even if you can't foster care, just get involved somehow. You know, um, we had just, they would show up with food or clothes. You know, we reach out and say, these girls are going to prom. We need dresses. You know, we did, I don't make a lot of money. So to, to, to fund all that stuff took really an army. And, uh, you know, luckily my wife's good on Facebook and, you know, I think she should get paid by them, but you know, she would get on there and all of a sudden, and I would kind of would be like, don't ask them. We got this, you know, kind of prideful, uh, part of it, but, uh, any, anything you could do to help out, just get involved. Definitely. Yes, and I just would add to that, the need is so great. Um, The number of homes has not increased in the nine years um, that we've been foster parents in Walton County, but yet it's one of the counties that has the highest need of homes in the entire state of Florida. So the need is great. Um, Siblings are almost always split up. We have young children that are in group homes in South Florida and Miami area. but beside the need, every child, I mean, I just love how God does a hundred things in the one thing that he does. And with every child or every sibling group that was in our home, there were so many things that I personally 
learned, that God was teaching me mm, and that he um, grew us in and expanded our faith in him. In. And so yeah, just to be grown that way and to draw closer. I mean, there's no other way. You have to draw closer to God <laughs> to, to do it. And that's one of the things that we loved about it was that intimate intimacy with God and that desperation need for him to come through and to be there. Um, and, uh, and I would say, pray about it too, Absolutely. but don't let that be, be an excuse to hold you back, but pray about it because you want to make sure this is where God is leading you to do. Cause you don't want to do it without him. Absolutely. It, you definitely don't want to do it. You know, you said something, Jason, that, uh, you know, we, we didn't, we didn't have the money. It wasn't something that we, uh, w with what we were doing, we, we had this abundance of money that we could take care of all these kids, but God always provides. Absolutely. God always mm -hmm. provides. Always. And, and, and I love that. As we're, as you guys were talking, I'm thinking about y'all started this nine years ago. Mm -hmm. And so you've been walking through this, how much the world has changed in the last nine years, how much social media, how much, um, just all the things going on in the world. I'm not going to go into all of that, but right now, more than ever, mm. these, these kids, they need help. They need Jesus. Right. And, 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 yes. and there's, they're, you know, most of them probably have no idea who he is walking into y'all's home as they walked in there. They probably had no idea who he was. And that's the only, only time that they'll ever get to see him on the path that they're on, or, or it would be much later in life. Yeah, one of the things I liked about it, it was it, we, we got to experience their first, <clears throat> first time sitting down at the dinner table as a family, first time going to church, uh, first time going camping, riding bikes, uh, birthday parties. Uh, some of these kids never had a birthday party. Um, so it always seemed like when we got it, we had over 30 kids in our home in the nine years. Mm -hmm. And so uh, almost 50, sorry, she's got the clock. But uh, <laughs> so, so it seemed to me every time that we brought, it was a, a birthday was the next day. And so we had to act quick. And so we always, you know, called our friends and they would show up big time to help out with the birthday That's parties, beautiful. bounce houses, you know. So even if you don't have the house, the room, maybe you have the money, maybe you have an old dress that you can donate, clothes, diapers. I mean, there's stuff that you can do, definitely. And I just want to add to that too. Um, these children, they need the love of Jesus mm -hmm. more than anything. And through each child, and especially with the last, the girls that we had, right. we had them for a year and a half. And the baby grew up calling me mommy, you daddy. Um, and they're now in this beautiful adoptive home. Um, but I remember God challenging me, don't guard your heart with them, love them as I love you. Wow. And that was hard because we didn't know where they were going to go. We didn't know if they were going to stay in our home, if they were going to be in another home. We, we, he didn't show us the end result, but he just said, love them as I love you. I don't hold back when I love you. And that's what these children, they need. And a good friend also pointed out one time, she goes, even though they were in your home for a short time, whether it be a night or a month, she goes, they needed that prayer covering for that time. They've never had that. And so now you were able to provide a prayer covering for them. And I thought, wow, that's cool. I've never thought about that. That's great. I, I love that. So as we're wrapping up, final thoughts from, from both of you as, as you, you're headed into a different season. Mm -hmm. God's called y'all into, but there's, there's going to be people that are headed into 
um, this season. To, to, you made a comment, Casey, that said it, it, the houses have not grown in the nine years. Man, I would love to see that. Y'all would love to see that Walton County, Okaloosa County, Bay County, they, they all start to uh, step up in this area. Just just quick words of uh, wisdom for anybody that, that's on the fence about it. If you're on the fence about it, I think you just need to go in. I really do. I think you need to go in or ask God to confirm because that was one thing God was so quick to confirm with us about a child. Yes, we're to take them. No, we're not. He was very quick. So I feel like if you're on the fence, um, go for it. Go for it. The need is great because if that's not where God wants you to go, he's going to shut that down so quick. And if that's where he wants you to go, he's going to make it happen seamlessly like he did for us. Um, And just you have to lean on him. I mean, just in every day of our lives, it doesn't matter where you are, if you're doing foster care or not, like you need him period and and don't forget that he's there and his word is his word is so good and so true he's so faithful yes yes well hey thank y'all for coming on that was uh what a blessing to not only me and drew here in the radio station but uh to everybody who's going to hear this uh, moving forward and you know my prayer and and our prayer is just uh Listen, if God's tugging on you to move in this direction of, of, of uh, fostering children, uh, he will provide. You He's will. always going to provide. He's never going to um, put you in a place to where he's called you into something and he doesn't provide. You look through all throughout the Bible and we see it. So thank you, Casey. Thank you, Jason, thank you. For, for coming on thank today. You. It's great having y'all. Here at Road to Redemption... The three things we talk about at the end of the show is is we always encourage everyone to to get into the Word of God. Casey just mentioned that. His Word is so good. If you don't have a Bible, you can get on uh, the App Store and go to YouVersion Bible. Uh, there's different versions you can, you can get, but we would just encourage everybody to start reading the Word of God. Second thing is to find a church. Here at Destiny Worship Center, we welcome you. We welcome everybody. If if you're further away, just find a church, a, a gospel preaching church out there that you can connect with. And once you get into that church, the last thing is we encourage small groups. We encourage you to be around other believers to be able to grow in your walk with Christ. That's what it's all about. So we just thank you again. That's it for us today on Road to Redemption. You've been listening to Road to Redemption, sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own Road to Redemption. If you have any comments or questions, we would love to connect with you. You can reach out to us at destinyradio.live. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week on Road to Redemption. Road to Redemption.